You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am absolutely over the moon excited today for my guest because she is one of my mentors. She is one of only two podcasts that I listen to on a consistent basis every single episode. She has completely revolutionized how I view sales and just my business structure in general. So I would love to introduce Jillian Murphy to the Motivated Mompreneur podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. Welcome in. Oh my gosh. One, thank you so much for that amazing intro. I have loved, you know, working with you, getting to know you, being part of your community as well. So I am so excited. And, you know, that's really my mission is to help not only moms, but really women, men, everyone in general think about sales in a way that just is a way of selling and a way of fun and just a way that feels good. So I'm super excited to be here today to dive into your community. Yes, I love it. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do. Yeah, I always love this question because I'm always like, should I tell people that like my favorite color is yellow? Should I tell them I'm a cancer survivor? Should I tell them I'm a mom? Like, where do I go with this question, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, a little bit of a backstory of me is I spent 22 years in the corporate sales space. Um, I was somebody who literally fell in love with sales at a very early age. I mean, it was probably younger than that. I was used to sell rocks uh, at the end of my driveway, actually. Um, I have pictures of that. But um, I spent 20 years in the corporate sales space. And um, during the pandemic, I actually lost my job uh, very, very unexpectedly. And it was right when everybody was coming online. And I started really helping my friends and my family. They were like social sellers. They were network marketers. They were selling their like coaching offers. I didn't even know what people did. And I was like, you guys are terrible at this. Like, you're literally sliding into my DMs. I haven't talked to you since high school. Like, what are you doing? Let me help you. So it really just kind of started as like accidental. And then I actually grew my coaching business through that. Um, And now I help really everyone. And I do say everyone grow their businesses because sales is truly the oxygen of your business. Um, Whether you are a gym owner, a coffee shop, you own a jewelry store, anything that it is, sales is something that you need to really focus on to keep the doors open. So um, yeah, sales is my jam. Um, I'm a mastermind facilitator. I'm a speaker. I'm a podcaster. I'm a mom. I'm a cancer survivor. I'm all the things. Oh my gosh. I love it. And you are just amazing. And you truly are the sales queen because like you said, sales is at the heart of every single business. If you're not generating revenue, even if you're a nonprofit, you are not surviving. You're not existing. You're not going to have a business if that revenue is not coming in. And sales is so often the missing 
peace. For me, it was. It's like, okay, I have this, I have that, I have the other. How can I really hone in that messaging, really change what strategies I'm doing to generate leads and those income producing activities and really begin to shift my business to a way that feels good to me. And that's what I love about you too. You are just no BS. You are like the most real, authentic, down to earth. Like you give that tough love. I mean, Mm It's the message that so many of us need to hear because so often it's just sugar-coated. And yeah, I think that really holds us back. Yeah, it's so funny. So going back to the, like two things I want to share. So one was you made a comment about it's really every business that needs help in sales. So literally yesterday, I was at the gym. My gym owner was like, Jill, sales are down. How can I get more members in here? Here's some tips. I literally went and got a massage yesterday. My masseuse was like, hey, I'm thinking about raising my prices. How do you think I should do this? Here you go. I literally went to my coffee shop yesterday in my local town and we were talking and he was like, hey, I'm thinking about changing the, the hours in here, but I don't want to like downcrease our clients coming in. How should I do this? So it's like just yesterday in three conversations, I'm talking about sales and their messaging and their marketing. So it's like you honestly, sales is the, the foundation of all of your businesses. And then it's so funny that you say that about like really showing up and just giving people tough love. So my dad is a very successful entrepreneur. He owns multiple businesses, does not need to work a day in his life. And we were at dinner, we were at dinner two nights ago. And he also does like network marketing on the side. I didn't even know he did this. It's like so random. And he was like, you know, I'm getting ready to retire and I need something to do with like my free time. And I think I'm going to start like selling more of these like network marketing products online. And I was like, I didn't even know you did like network marketing dad. Like he's like, yeah, it's just like mailbox money. I'm at like a director level and just kind of comes in and he's like, but I don't really know like how to let people know that I have this. I was like, well, no one knows you have it because you don't ever talk about it. And it was like such a great example of like this right here. I was like, dad, cut the bullshit. Like (laughs) no one even knows that you have it. Like this is why nobody's buying it. So yeah, even to my own father, I give it to him straight. I love it. And that's so funny. Right. If his own daughter didn't even know that he was doing this. He's like, yeah, I'm at like a director's level. I'm like, I've never seen these products in your house. I've never heard you talk about them. I'm like, clearly you're very good in sales because like, I don't know who you're selling this shit to, but yeah, it's so funny. I was like, I didn't even know you did network marketing, dad. And when do you have time to do this? Right, exactly. But as entrepreneurs, you know, that's something that's so important too, is just having those multiple income streams as well. Um, So that's something else we, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But something you talked about is, you know, just kind of the ebbs and flows of sales, because there will be slower seasons in our business. I have them, you have them, we all do. So if you're running a business and you're thinking, it's just me, it's not. It's part of business. So what advice can you give our listeners when we hit a slow month, a slow patch that we're just not seeing that growth trending up anymore? Yeah. So I think there's a couple things that you have to really look at. If you are going to be an entrepreneur and you are truly going to be a CEO, when I say a CEO, it's more than wearing a cute ball cap and a sweatshirt that says CEO. Like you are truly embodying a CEO. It's like knowing your profit margins, knowing your revenue, you know, knowing all these things, this truly makes you a CEO and knowing that you're going to have ebbs and flow in your business and looking at like your cash flow in your business. So for an example, like if you are going to have slower months, knowing what is your cash run row runway look like for that amount of time. Also knowing that as a CEO and as a business owner, we don't keep all of our money. 
right? I was just having this conversation with my father the other night at dinner. And, you know, I was talking about income goals that I have or whatever. And he was like, how much of that are you keeping? Like, what's your profitability? And it's like, I can guarantee the majority of entrepreneurs, coaches, small business owners, if I asked them right now, if I asked every single person in my mastermind, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast right now, they don't know their, their profit margin every month because they don't, they're not operating a lot of times like real CEOs. So it's like knowing that you are going to have to put back in. If you make 10K, you have to put 3K back into your business. If you make 20K, you're going to have to put 10K back into your business. So it's like knowing those numbers is going to be the key thing. If you don't know your numbers, this is where I'm going with this, so stay with me. If you don't know your numbers, this is why you're going to always feel frantic. You're going to always be in scarcity. You're always going to be like, I have to sell something next. So the more that you actually plan it and the more that you actually know it, that's the thing. Then knowing that your business is going to have ebbs and flows, but you can do things to reduce ebbs and flows. And this is where like I come in, making sure you have a solid lead system, making sure you have a client journey, making sure you have a sales process, make sure you have referrals coming in. Maybe you have an affiliate program, right? So yes, I have ebbs and flows in my business too, but they're not as much as a lot of people's because I have a lead generation system, I have a nurture sequence, I have referrals, I have an ascension model, I have a sales process, right? So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, well, one month I have 10K and next month I have zero and then I don't have anything and then I launch, that's actually not an ebbs and flow problem. That's actually like a system in your sales process problem. Oh, so good because when that happens, and you talk about this a lot, we start to operate out of scarcity. Mm-hmm. And when you're running your business out of that place of scarcity, yep. that really is detrimental. And I think we've all been there at one point or another, but the earlier on you realize that, dig deep into these numbers. I mean, that was one of my first things I ever outsourced in my business was someone to help me with my numbers because I did not understand my profit margin and everything that went along with it. I'm like, that was not my strong suit. I needed someone that was an expert in the field. So that by far were my legal and then my financial person. It was... Like day one, like I need to know this because it's Mm -hmm. constantly changing too. If you're not looking at those numbers, you can't make those decisions. You need to treat your business like a business. And that was something else that you repeat a lot in your messages. Messaging is treating the business like a business. If you really truly want this to be your income, you cannot treat it like a side hustle and expect it to grow. And that's where I see so many entrepreneurs really screwing up. And for me, that mindset shift, when I made it, that's when it was like, nope, I am going all in on my business. I have a date. I'm making a plan. We're going to reverse engineer this and make this happen. Yeah. And even to like going back to the profit margin, you know, like, like, like a good business profit margin, like in the real world is like 28 to 34%. So it's like, if you're sitting here right now and you're making 5k months or 10k months or 20k months, and you're not putting that money back into your business, you're actually slowing yourself down. Go get a VA, go get an OBM, go hire someone to do lead generations or maybe an appointment setter or something else because you then can be in your zone of genius to then generate even more revenue. So I know a lot of times like we see these big cash months and we want to keep it all, but actually by putting more money back into the business, it'll free up the time that you need to then double down and do more of the income producing activities, which is the sales, right? So like 
right off the rip every month in my business, I have, you know, I have two OBMs in my business. I have a VA. I have a CFO. I have someone who does lead generation for me. Like I have these things. And yes, they're not comfortable expenses by any means. And there's months that I'm in the red. It's not comfortable. But I know that it puts me in a position that I can continuously do those things that we talked about. Get on connection calls. Get on podcasts. Speak at events. Be in masterminds and do those things so that my ebbs and flows are smaller. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. And those are things that no matter what stage of your business you're in, know your numbers. Start really getting smart and uh, about your investments and stay within your zone of genius. Maybe it's not outsourcing, you know, tasks like a website. You don't need a website right off the bat. Like you said, you grew your business multi six figures without a website. You know, really be strategic about where you're investing your money. See what will let you stay within that zone of genius. Because if you're trying to do it all, you are going to get so burnt out so fast, so overwhelmed. And you're going to be right back to square one. Most people quit their nine to fives because they don't want to work 24-7. They're not enjoying life. Like, don't quit your nine to five to work 24-7. No, you know, I I say this a lot on my podcast. If you guys have ever listened, you know, I got to my first half a million dollars with no website, no landing pages, no automations, no real even email sequence at all. Because I really focused on like humans and heartbeats at the beginning. Now... That's what got me from zero to 500K. Then when you get to 500K, it's a different ball game. And I did a whole podcast on this. Now I have a website. Now I'm driving some paid traffic. Now I have automations and I have systems and I have an automated webinar that's going to be coming up. But I didn't get there. I didn't start there. I started with just connecting to people. You know, I have a lot of offers in my suite. I have a membership. I have two masterminds now. I have one-on-one coaching. I have all these different offers. But I didn't start there. I started with one solid offer and I got really good at selling that, you know? So I think what happens so often in the online space, and I know we're kind of going off on a different tangent, but I know what happens in the online space sometimes is that we think we need all the things because we see everyone doing all the things. And then we wonder why we're not getting the sales. It's like, you just need step A right now. You just need to create good content. That's the only thing you need to focus on for the next six months and build brand awareness. No one even, no one needs to know about a website because you don't have any traffic. Then step B is like cultivate a community, get to know people. Step two, work on that for three months, right? So it's like doing these steps and not always following all the other things that people are doing because they're like light years ahead. People start working with me and they're like, well, you have like 17 offers. Yeah, but I didn't start with 17 offers. I started with one and then I got really good. You know, so it's like, it's all of those, it's all of those types of things. Even the same thing with like sales calls, right? People say to me all the time, well, you don't get on sales calls. Yeah, but I, I did in the beginning. It's like, now I'm at a point that I don't. So it's like, don't always just try to mirror what someone else is doing. Cause maybe you're not at that step yet. Oh, that is so, so important to remember because yeah. we often forget that everyone out there started at ground zero, zero. Ground zero. And It's been a long journey. A sustainable, successful business is not built overnight. Uh -uh. It is years and years of practice, experience, 
trying different things, really honing in on your craft, on your strategy, the one thing. Mm -hmm. And so often, yes, we are comparing ourselves to our our mentors that they have the group program, they have this, they have that, they're doing the micro offers. Really get good at one thing and stop chasing the next shiny object. Just Mm -hmm. because I have a podcast, you have a podcast, does not mean that I tell every one of my clients they should start a podcast. It took me two years to start a podcast. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's a strategic move that was meant for the stage of business you were at. It's not, it shouldn't be a day one thing. You're going to get overwhelmed if you're trying to do all the things exactly yeah. like you said. And like, that's a great example, right? If if someone comes to me and they are, they don't really have a community and they don't really have like a lot of people following them and they're like, oh, I think I'm going to start a podcast. It's like, no offense, you're going to be speaking into dead air. Like no one's going to be listening, right? The reason why I waited two years to start a podcast was because my audience was like begging for it. They were like, oh my gosh, we want you in our ear three times a week. I already had a community, right? So it's like making sure that when you're doing things, there is intention behind them. It's not just doing it because someone else is doing it or all of those things. So I'm in a mastermind right now. You know, I know you know this, like I'm in the elite mastermind with Chris Harder and I went to Arizona and I came back and I was, I was literally my, I was me. I was, I was my client. I was like, I need to do this. 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 And I would do this. And I was like, no, I need to remember that these people are five years ahead of me. So it's like, what's the one thing I can do right now with intention? What's the one critical thing I can do right now to move my business forward? And then maybe in six months, I'll do that next thing. Or in nine months, I'll do that next thing. But I don't need to do all the things right now. Plus, It'll be really messy if you try doing that. Yeah, exactly. And I I really appreciate that you said that because practicing the pause and just giving myself the space to like step back and really ask myself, why? Mm -hmm. What is my motive behind this? Why do I want to start this? What value will it contribute? Mm -hmm. Is this the next best move for me in order to grow right now? It's really being strategic and taking the emotion out of it. I think so many times when we are in those rooms, we do get super excited and we're ready to do all of the things tomorrow, but then you get so overwhelmed. So take the time to pause and really question why what is the benefit what is the time investment what am i getting out of this i love that and something else i would love to touch upon is just you mentioned the elite level mastermind you were in with chris Mm -hmm. harder and stretching yourself getting in those rooms collaboration surrounding yourself with individuals who understand what it's like that is where you will see such growth mm-hmm. in your business. Yep. What can you say to that? Yeah, so I can tell you that um, I have always, it, well, there's two things I want to share. So up until this year, I always joined masterminds that I was the big fish in. I, because one, it's a great ego. It's, it's great for your ego. It's like, I'm in the mastermind. I'm the top dog. Um, everybody wants to work with me. It was great to get clients, right? It was master. I would join masterminds. It was an amazing lead generation system for me. Uh, people wanted to work with me. They wanted to be on my podcast. It was great. And I knew that I was, I was never going to get to the next level. If I was always where they were seeking, I knew that I wanted to be in a room that I just wanted to be quiet 
I wanted to observe and I wanted to kind of see what was going on. And two years ago, when I was actually in the Fast Foundations Mastermind, I was a coach. And I had said to Chris, one day I'm actually going to be in your elite level mastermind. And for those of you guys who are listening to this, one, you have to qualify for it. You have to apply for it. And it's about a $50,000 investment for 12 months. And I always tell people, you don't get a lot of calls. I get a call every other month. Um, and it's, it's, it's very hands off. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's not like I'm on calls all week and I get lots of attention. Like you are, it's a very self-led group. You're really paying for the community that you're in, the opportunities and the conversations. Um, so I had the opportunity to, you know, get in, apply and be accepted into this, which has been absolutely incredible. But I think the biggest thing that I learned so far, I mean, I'm three months into it, is a couple things. One was I had a mentor for two years that I talked to every single week, every single Thursday. And when I went from talking to a mentor every single Thursday that I was like always bringing my ideas to or, hey, what do you think of this? Or let's switch this. I always had this person. So I always like needed this like validation or I always needed like their ideas and their input. And now I'm in a mastermind with Chris and I have a call with Chris every six to eight weeks. And sometimes it's even longer. Like I, it's right now we're recording this podcast in April. My last call with him was, was in December and I have a call with him on Friday. So I haven't talked to him in like almost a quarter. So that was a huge thing for me to be like much more self-led, much more disciplined, much more like really sitting into my own vision. So I think that was like one of the biggest things that I learned. The second thing that I learned is that you need the community more than you need the mentor. So it was about being in the rooms with the right people that were going to get me to where I needed to get to. So it's like, who do I need in that room that's going to help me with a webinar? Or who do I need in that room that's going to get me on a stage? Or who do I need in that room that's going to get me, you know, in a publication? So that was like some of the biggest things that I learned. And I will tell you that investment was not easy. No matter where you're at in your business, whether you're at six figures, multi six figures, seven figures, anytime you see $50,000 leave your account, it's a gut punch right? But I make decisions for where I am going, not for where I am today. And I knew that the circles that I was in at that point was not the circles for my next level of growth. I knew that the people in that next level room were going to get me closer to where I needed to get to, whether it was opportunities, whether it was just proximity to them. And I say this, I say this all the time in my podcast, I will pay all day long for friends. I will pay all day long for friends. Um, I met someone in the mastermind that I will literally pay for her friendship. I will pay to be in her DMs. I will pay to have her text messages um, because that proximity is so important to me. And it's also important now because my clients are getting a piece of that as well. Oh my gosh. I love it. And too, just that, that reframe, make the decision for where you are going, not where you are today. That yeah. right there. That's the game changer game because game. those rooms that we're in, they do change. They do evolve as we evolve and grow as business owners. I think it was Lindsay Schwartz that said, you know, you're yep. going to have the people that are behind you, beside you, and ahead of you. Yep. And they all play such a key role in your life, in your community, as you're in your development as a business owner. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love the community that you are building, what yep. you are doing for the world is just incredible and totally reframing our relationship with sales. Sales are all about building those relationships with humans, 
We are selling to humans. We are humans. Let's let's stop making it feel icky and sleazy and slimy and all of the things and just really focus on building those relationships. If you believe you can help somebody, it's like, why would you not serve them? Why would you not right. offer that to them? Exactly. Exactly. Why would you not serve them? That's it in a nutshell. Really. I love it. So for our listeners, how can we get into your world? Yeah, absolutely. So one, I have a podcast. I would love for you to come over and check it out. It's called the Sales and Social Podcast. I also have um, a networking call every Wednesday where you can come and network and come into my world. And then one of the things that I would love to share with you guys on this podcast, because I know you guys all want to learn more about sales, is I actually have an, um, an offer called the Sales Queen Collective, where you actually can come into my world and you can actually learn sales for less than $2 a day. Um, and it's an incredible community. You can get all the sales training that you need. And there's also a hot seat uh, coaching call every single month. I know Amy's part of this. It's an incredible community. So we will drop all the links um, with her as well. But I welcome everybody into this community. And it's a great place to really start to get into my world to kind of see um, what you kind of need. Oh, I love it. And for those of you that are not a part of it, I would highly recommend it. Sales Queen yeah. Collective, it's just such a great resource of like-minded individuals. It's a place that you can ask questions and you know really get market research and all the trainings. And there's so much value within it. So be sure to check that out. Listen into Jillian's podcast. She drops so much value. And even the weekly networking calls are incredible. We just had one earlier today. And just to see other people pouring into each other and the support and the community that's where you will see the changes. It's all in community. So thank you, Jillian, so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to pour into your community and you as always. Thank you so much. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 